0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Ruffino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight, if you missed it, or if you just missed it. Kai Preen, four-star athlete slash wide receiver from St. James, Louisiana, has committed to the Tigers. This marks the eighth in-state recruitment, or recruit, I should say, to commit to Brian Kelly and staff in the 2023 uh, uh, cycle. So, huge day for LSU. And they will continue to turn their eyes on more Louisiana prospects and highly rated prospects. This will move LSU up to the number six overall class on 247. And remember this. Remember me saying that. Because tonight... And I have some really good friends that work over at 247. Josh Pate, uh, Dilly Sanders just announced that he was going to work for 247. A lot of people that work there. But remember uh, that we talked about 247 because they will be a part of the Rafino's rants tonight. Dropping guys like Shelton Sampson and others. Now, there's parts of me that doesn't give um, two Rudy Poos. Zach, is my voice in and out? Okay. Let's see. I got my dad in here saying technical difficulties. (laughs) I don't know if we're having technical difficulties. My dad doesn't really know how to work the phone all the time. Um, (laughs) I love him to death. I love him to death. I think it might be on your side there, Pops. Uh, But nevertheless, remember, remember uh, that we talked about 247 here tonight as they will be uh, the topic of conversation at the end of the first break. Uh, 247 is going to get every bit that we have here tonight. Also, we will add to the Rafinos rants. There was some pretty crazy shit flying around last night in reference to me and others we will address here tonight. This will be the last time that we speak about it. And for the foreseeable future, the last time we will be in Twitter spaces for quite some time. You want to talk as Bootsy, as little Bootsy once said, you want to talk shit. You want to run your mouth. If you want some gangsters in front of your house, we will set this bitch off. You want to talk shit. You better be able to back it up. We'll touch on that tonight as well. Uh, As Preston Guy, our good buddy, over at tigerbait.com Had an electric Twitter spaces last night. Uh, Shout out to him. Uh, We will get to a sprint, the scrimmage pregame. We will be there tomorrow, the LSU scrimmage. Some things that I want to see, it's going to be mostly offensively, and some things defensively. I want to see LSU run the ball at a more effective rate, but we'll talk on that in great detail. Matt McMahon gets his uh, commitment uh, from the state of Louisiana and six, eight power forward Corey chest out of new Orleans who also committed to the tigers today. So, and as we do every Tuesdays and Thursdays, hashtag ask Blake. So if you got questions, thoughts, concerns, uh, fire them inside the Rudy crew chat, hashtag ask Blake, and we'll try to get to as many of them as we can here tonight, but we do, we do. got to get to some of these comments uh Preston guy who I was just talking about uh, Preston is your show tonight if your show's tonight put it inside the chat I think Preston's going live on tigerbait.com or Tiger YouTube channel at eight o'clock so you should check that out but he's on YouTube and says what's popping don't mind me just watching (laughs) I love it I love it Bayou Bingo on YouTube says 247 will make the Lance a three-star when he commits. I don't think that they will do that, but we will touch on that to- tonight. Yeah, I think my dad was uh, <laughs> having his own technical difficulties. C. King says, hashtag, we kept Kai home. That we did. Huge. Huge. I don't know if it's preen or preon. I know that it was pronounced a lot of different ways. Um, so I-, I apologize if I'm getting that. Uh, wrong as well. Zach, our producer who's with us, says, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Zach, do you think that should go on a shirt? Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. I saw my first sticker on a car today. Uh, A lovely AYS listener put our sticker on the back of their car. Um, So shout out to them. I don't know who it is. (laughs) But shout out to them. Yeah, Jay Hodge Sr. says, kept preen home, preen Home, absolutely. Ed O says F247. Well, they got some good people that work over there, like our good buddy Josh Pate. But a rant is coming. They cannot escape from it. So let's do this, Zach. You know what's crazy? I got obliterated on Twitter and DMs last night and in the comments about, about our commercials saying that, Blake, you make too much money was literally a comment in last night's show. No, I don't. I live in a trailer. Nothing wrong with it. And I don't, I don't, but I'm just saying. Getting, getting crazy out here, man. Today's been wild. So Zach, let's do this. Let's pay these bills. Let's talk about our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons at betonline.ag. We got a lot to cover. We got a lot to get into two, four, seven. We're coming after you right after the break. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50, that's Believe50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. Tell him you a good friend. Blake Rafino sit you on by. Yeah, Zach has advised me. I think the mic's better, right? You can hear me a lot better now, Zach. Okay, might have just been a... Uh, everybody keeps saying fix your cable. Uh, I, Guys, on our end, we're fine. So if you're having issues, it might be Facebook. You can go to YouTube. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, everybody do us a favor, too. Hit the like and Share. Share to all those Facebook groups. I see a lot of you are inside of Facebook. Hit the like. Hit the share. Share to all of those social media platforms. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to us on YouTube, subscribe, notification bell, all that good stuff. If you're listening to us on XM Radio or the audio podcast platform, rate, review, subscribe. And don't forget to subscribe to our AYS message board at AYSSnetwork.com. That's a Y S S network.com slash forum $7 for a month. That's not a lot. (laughs) That's not a lot at all. Okay. A lot of people are saying, um, there's no problem. So if you're having issues, it might just be on your end. So guys today, if you missed it and just happened, Kai Preen from St. James committed. And that's not really the only thing that happened today throughout the day. 247 and On3Sports redid redid their classification and rankings and two five-stars that LSU had and wide receiver Jalen Brown and five-star wide receiver Shelton Sampson were demoted shortly after they committed. Now this is something that we've ranted about before. Something That we've ranted about before. I might need to tell my wife to get our son off the internet. (laughs) I can tell uh, uh, we are having some technical difficulties. Uh, But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, But, but, we have had this rant before, right? We have had the rant before in reference to 247 Sports dropping individuals, dropping players... After they commit and not really, and this happens to more, most people and, mo- and most kids, especially when they re- re- commit, uh, before national signing day, we saw Shelton Sampson. We've seen Jalen Brown. We've seen so many kids last season. And I'm not making this up. You can't make this up last season. Aaron Anderson, the wide receiver out of car out of the city of new Orleans Jumped 1,000 spots after he decommitted from LSU and committed to the University of Alabama. Now, I will say, I will say, I do think that Aaron Anderson is a very good wide receiver. I think he should have been a, a four-star, potentially even a five-star. I think that he always should have been there. But jump a 1,000 spots. And look. I know that we can have this rant every single year, and we probably will have this rant every single year because it's something that really gets under my skin and on my nerves. Can someone explain to me, can someone please explain to me how it is that when nobody is playing football at the high school level, especially in the state of Louisiana, and I even checked this today today, They're not even playing football in South Florida where Jalen Brown resides. How two young men can drop from five stars to four stars after they commit to LSU. Now, do I think that this is an LSU thing, centric thing, the only team that this happens to? No, I do not. No, I do not believe that LSU has the only recruits dropping in the rankings. The truth is, the truth Guys, it doesn't matter what the rankings are. Jamar Chase was a four-star. Clyde Edwards was a three-star. Justin Jefferson, a two- and three-star on some services. But my problem with this is, my problem with 247, and not the people that work there, not the people that work there, my problem is, is how when a kid commits and there's no camps going on, there's no football going on inside the state, that you drop A five star wide receiver in Shelton Sampson down to a four star for a kid that hasn't even committed yet. And you have individuals like a season ago in Aaron Anderson who drops, definitely jumps a thousand spots. It makes no sense whatsoever. Now, you can subscribe to 247. I think that they do a good job at what they do in those rankings in reference to giving fans the uh, 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 the, um, access, if you will, to what they think about other recruits in other states and even the ones inside your state. But Shelton Sampson doesn't deserve to get dropped when he hasn't played a game. I I really don't know what the logic is. The only thing, the only thing that I can imagine or think is that it's about money. Now, I'm cool with it. Make your living. Make your business. I get it. But why in the non-playing portion of football in August... Do kids drop? There are no camps. Your evaluation period should be done. Now, I will say, I will say, there are a lot of rumors and even some that have confirmed that the people that do these rankings, the scouts, the people that work for like on three, two, four, seven, some have even admitted publicly that those people only watch film. They never go to the games. How can you possibly? watch everything that Shelton Sampson has ever done, and you've never attended a game. How? How a season ago, when Walker Howard, on a broken leg, went to Neville, or Neville came to them, I can't remember, I'm sure you guys will correct me in in the chat, but how is it that a a five-star quarterback with a broken leg can go out there with literally not really hardly, and that's not a shot at his teammates, but no talent really around him, and go out and be one of the best teams in the entire state on a broken leg. I guess they don't measure heart in those evaluations. I guess they don't measure guts in those situations. Because you can throw the best football. You can have the best arm. You can be the most accurate. You can be the fastest wide receiver or running back. You can be a lockdown corner and safety. But when adversity strikes, what they don't measure is heart. And you can't measure someone's heart off of a film. When it's third and inches, what is that young man going to do? What is that young man going to do when everything's on the line? And then you drop him after he commits from recruiting rankings. Someone's going to have to explain it to me. Someone's going to have to explain it to me because I don't know. I don't know if you guys are like me, it's aggravating to watch. Why didn't Arch Manning fall? It, it, are, are these kids in the state just not going to football camps? Are they not going to the camps so you can eyeball them and see them? Well, then what's your excuse for Arch Manning? Now, Arch Manning is someone completely different. Arch Manning is not your average recruit. The, the, nothing benefits, and I get the competition part of this, But nothing benefits Arch Manning for going to these camps. Nothing. Just like every other kid. It doesn't benefit them. It benefits them to go to LSU camps. Yeah, you get to to be in front of a head coach of an SEC program. Going to an LSU football camp is different than going to a 247 All-American booty boot camp. It's different. Offers are made. Offers are made. Jordan Matthews, who just committed to Tennessee, got an offer from LSU after Brian Kelly saw him at camp. Kyle Parker. We can even go far as back as Tyron Matthew. But why is there favoritism to one school in Alabama and another school in Texas, but you drop kids in Louisiana and you, ha- you haven't even been here? You're confirming that you don't watch, you only watch games on film. Blake, I got so many uh, uh, young men that I got I to gotta go watch. I understand that. Get the to top 20. Get the to top 30. That's not that difficult. Because the truth is, you're gonna, most of those young men are going to play one another. You can knock out like six of them in a night. When Zachary and Woodlawn play, you can literally knock out seven of them in a night. Eli Holstein didn't fall. Why? Why? Derek Williams didn't fall. Why? It's aggravating. It's extremely aggravating. Now, if you were on the AYS message board, um, and if you subscribe to the AYS message board, I gave you my top 10. Kypreen was in it. Kypreen actually rounded it out at number 10. He rounded it out. But mine's not going to change until the season actually starts. (laughs) Like midway through the high school football season, when we see kids in their senior year. What if a guy like Kai Preen gets eligible and plays for St. James and it has like 80 catches in a season? What if Ricky Collins goes out there and throws for 3,500 yards and 40 touchdowns this season. Then what? Because with, that, with all due respect to everybody in here, and I know that some of you have children that play high school football. I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. Woodlawn and Baton Rouge has these toughest high school Louisiana schedule. It's not even close. They're playing teams that will more than likely have the talent to win a state championship, have already in previous years won state championships, or have five to seven D1, power five athletes on their team. So if Ricky Collins goes up there and throws 40 touchdowns and he's facing SEC talent, then what? Does he jump in the rankings? Hell no, he's not going to jump up in the rankings because nobody from two, four, seven on three rivals is n- normally not going to be there. There is somebody that covers and lives in Louisiana that does it. I know Mike Scarborough does it. I know Sam Spiegelman does it. I know others do it. And shout out to them. Round of applause. Round of applause to them. I know Preston does it. You know, I I think last season I I couldn't go and see uh, Caleb Jackson play. And Preston, I think, got to see him twice. Preston, what do you think? I am utilizing his eyeballs to see what's going on. I'm not going to worry about two, four, seven because I'm going to trust Preston guys evaluation over what I'm going to trust somebody who watched a highlight film. Just my opinion, but it does bring me to another topic though, because you guys, majority of people, Zach, I hope you're starring all these comments instead of texting your boo because if not you're you're going to get a demerit i tell you what man zach on that phone all the time what up baby what you wearing (laughs) what you wearing oh i'm gonna come over after Blake's show yeah you know that that crazy italian gotta be yelling in a microphone come on boo for everyone who doesn't know zach's our producer it does bring me to this, though. It brings me to my next topic. What about our eyes that are out of LSU football practice? Do you trust those? You remember last Thursday when we came here and said Miles Brennan had a, a really bad day? Remember that one? What happened then? Are you going to trust people that are at practice or at games watching young men play? We come back on this show and we say, hey, man, I know that Trey Hiley only rushed for 150 yards in the game, but what you didn't see was his quarterback fumbled the football and he tracked down a four-star wide receiver who ran a 10, 10, 9, 100-meter dash. Remember when you said he was slow? Well, how did he track down one of the fastest kids in the state? He DK Metcalfed him. What do you trust? Because I'll tell you what I trust. I trust people that are there. Some of them. Most of them. So this passive aggressive. Oh, star Rico. Star that Rico Delgado reference. We might have to. You know what? I might pause him or put him in timeout. Um, actually, Zach, go ahead and put him in timeout. Go ahead and do it. Um. Nevertheless... Rico, he's in high school. Rico, Rico, I will pay. If Rico Delgado is listening, Rico, I will pay $500 for you to come to my house and run a 40-meter dash and a 100-meter dash. I'll give you $500 on the spot. $500 on the spot. DM us to receive that. And look, Zach, you're going to fly down? You're going to fly down to my house? We're going to time Rico Delgado to see what his 40 time is and his 100 meter dash time is. Guys, Miles Brennan had a bad day. He left. He left. So, we can continue to get mad. We can continue to get mad about these rankings, and I understand your frustration. When I see it, it frustrates me, too. What doesn't frustrate me, though, is when it happens during the season. Okay, well, then you saw something. Well, then you saw something. In the non-playing portion of the season, how can you move someone down when they haven't played anything? What's your reasoning? And this is no shot to the young man that replaced Shelton Sampson as a five-star and reduced him to a four-star. Shelton Sampson is taller. He's heavier. He's heavier. As far as weight, he runs a faster 40. He runs a faster 100-meter dash. He had more catches. He had more receiving touchdowns. He had more receiving yards. What did Shelton Sampson do? There's not—at some point, it's not about your stupid camp. At some point, your stupid camp means nothing. Because what they're doing in, uh, uh, in tidy whities and an Under Armour t-shirt— it's not when them pads come on. When the pads come on is when you find out who the real dogs are. Who's got that dog in them? Who's got the dog in them? You ain't going to find that shit out at some stupid camp. Not your camp. Let him go. Why is, why is Jordan Matthews going to LSU's football camp and getting an offer? Then you make him a four-star. It's idiotic. It's horrible for college football. And quite frankly, I don't understand it. Let me move on to my next point. Oh, yeah. Let's get to a couple more, Zach, and we're going to get to some of these comments. Um, I, where is it? I, oh, Blaine Smith said Jack Besh was a dog. Guys, Jack Besh was a three-star. Jack Best was a three-star going to Vanderbilt. Uh, Chris English says, for $500, I'll come down and crawl on that thing. (laughs) I'm sure y'all would. I'm sure y'all would. Let me get to my next point. Then we'll get off the rant. Then we'll talk about some stuff on the field. And what I want to see tomorrow from the spring, this uh, spring game, this scrimmage that we have tomorrow. Last night, Preston Guy from TigerBait.com hosted a space, a Twitter spaces. If you're not on Twitter, it's basically like a live stream. But if, if you're in it, if you're in the in the Twitter spaces, you can request to speak myself personally. I think that they're a very good and underutilized tool I think there's a lot of things that are good about Twitter spaces I think it helps you connect with actual real fans and get the truth about other teams and other programs some of them can be very annoying and I understand that but last night Preston guy hosted his space and a couple of play and I'm not gonna hash all this you can go find out the details for yourself but a couple of players are, and recruits' moms were in there listening. They spoke. And nothing remotely bad was said. Nothing bad was remotely said. But I will say to all of the LSU fans that are very passive-aggressive, and I mean utterly passive aggressive just Stop. Just stop because your passive aggressive nature over someone defending their son right, wrong, or indifferent, you would do the same thing. You make a big deal out of it and you got Arizona State fans talking about Jane Daniels and all this kind of other stuff. Guys, you have reporters that cover Arizona State who said that the biggest problem with Jane Daniels and the biggest concern and the biggest talking line and talking point that they've had over the last two seasons was the young man didn't have a quarterback's coach and he had to continue to go to Jordan Palmer. That's per reporters who put this on Twitter. The passive-aggressive stuff has got to stop. It's got to stop. Y'all attacked me, it's fine. We have built a brand where it's going to get attacked. It is what it is. Don't really care. But when you attack individuals who don't have the backing, as some people in media, players, whatever it may be, and you attack specific individuals and call them a clown. Man, oh, man because i know some clowns that don't know what they're talking about if you're not in the space if you're not on those twitter spaces don't talk about them come in there and if you have an issue bring it up with that person but what i hate seeing what i hate seeing is people going on twitter and talking about it but don't have the 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 courage to go in there and talk talk to somebody about it. You go and you post it on Twitter. Cause it doesn't matter who the quarterback's going to be, and, 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 who they're going to start. Both of them are going to play. Both of them are going to get a shot. I firmly believe that. If Jane Daniels starts, you best believe Garrett Nussmeyer's going to play. Garrett Nussmeyer plays. You better believe that Jane Daniels is going to play. He's going to have packages for him. But yet you freak out because somebody doesn't agree with your opinion. It's a damn shame. And you should grow up, Peter Pan. This isn't fairytale land. Okay. Okay. Let's do this. Let's talk. Actually, I'm going to do this. We're going to get to the comments, Zach, after the break. We'll talk about what I want to see going into this scrimmage tomorrow. Some key points that I want to see get better. So with that being said, let's talk about our good friends over at the Gramco, TheGramCo.com. But before we do that, I got to talk about our good friends over at Fry Construction and Dirt Service. Site work and land development, oil and gas services, commercial construction, aggregate and soil hauling, waste containers, demolition. They do it all. Give them a call today at 337-457-5100. That's 337-457-5100. Let them know that you had you heard it here on AYS. But let's talk about our good friends over at Grandco Guys, we will literally be back in one minute to talk about your LSU Tigers, and the scrimmage tomorrow and what we want to see. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta 8 company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular, The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside as the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed And shipping is very discreet you must be 21 years older to order again that's thegramco.com use that promo code ays25 zach during the break uh, i got a very interesting text um let me hit this I think we're not done yet. I think Brian Kelly and staff aren't done yet. I'm not saying today. I'm not saying tomorrow, but (laughs) I should come out here and talk about the recruiting stuff, but I'm not going to do that. Guys, I see your comments in there about other media members. I'm not going to come on. I don't go on their platform and talk about them. I don't go on other platforms and talk about anybody else. Come on, man. Uh, Rico Delgado says, Blake, it doesn't matter how fast I am. I'm not taking LSU Scully running 11.4 hundred meter dash and running back. So Rico, I will give you $500 if you fly, drive, walk to my household and can run better than 11.440. If you can't, I will still give you the 500. If you can, we'll give you the 500. But we're going to video it. We're going to video it. Zach, would you run? Put it in the comments, Zach. Would you fly to my house and run a 100-meter dash for $500? I would bear crawl. Kim Elam says, preach it. C King says, tweeter fingers, keyboard warriors. I agree. Everdo says, golden boot. He on the Nuss bus it up, partying it up. Sipper on YouTube says, I'll dust Rico. If you make it six hundred, sounds like we got a little race here, boys. I'm taking live bets and live odds. Do you have Simper or do you have Rico? You about to get hit with the Rico? <laughs> Aunt Martha says a hundred dollars. Rico hasn't seen Trey play. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Zach says I wouldn't fly; I drive. You, you don't like flying, there, Zachy. Ooh. I don't like being in the air. Mr. Blake, who? I don't like flying. Mr. Blake, who? Uh, I'm not going to read this name. We're just going to call him John Doe on YouTube. John Doe says, I think they all three come. Who is that? Look, Braveyon Rogers is another young man that we need to look out for. Um, Be careful with my words here. Um, so Lance Hurd is another one, and we'll see. But I think they're not done yet. <laughs> I think they're not done yet. So let's, go, let's get to this. There are some things. There's probably like four things that I really want to see tomorrow at this scrimmage. So we'll be out there tomorrow at LSU's football scrimmage. Really, really, really looking forward to that. Um, so we can recap if you missed it. I don't want to go too long into this. If you missed it, go back to last Wednesday's show. We broke down LSU scrimmage. So if you missed it, go back, listen. You can get the tidbits. I mean, we literally spent the entire show me breaking down the scrimmage for you. Some things I saw, some takeaways, some things they got to get better at. But I think, Zach, the number one thing for me, the number one thing for me is I want to see LSU, this offensive line in this running back room, I want to see them dominate tomorrow. I want to see them... Plug away. I'm not talking about going and getting 15, 20, 25, 30, 15, 30, 37, 38, 45, 47. I, I'm not looking for them to bust out long runs. I want to see this offensive line get pushed. I want to see this running back and running back room get four to five yards per carry and I understand it's going to be difficult against this defensive line. You have studs along this defensive line. Let's go. Now, I brought in these Twitter spaces that we're not going to be going into anymore, um, we talked to multiple media members that were at the last scrimmage. Both of them agreed that they did not remember um, Mason Smith or Jaqueline Roy making a lot of plays in the backfield. I want to see them step up. Let's get this game, this running game going. You know, a lot of you have issue, and, and here's what the funny thing is. You have two camps, right? You have the Jane camp. You have the Nussmeyer camp, or actually three camps. And then you have the vast majority of people that are in the third camp of, they just don't really give two Rudy Poos who the starting quarterback is as long as they're good and they win football games. Let me say this. You know what helps Jane Daniels? Or Garrett Nussmeyer, and, God forbid, knock on wood, Walker Howard. Do you know what would help all of them? A very good running game. You've got to find ways to run the football. I want to see them get the ball out in space. Throw Kayshawn a quick slant. Throw Kayshawn a quick screen. Let's see what's going to go on. Now, if you don't want to get number seven hurt, take him out of that thing. He don't need to be in there. <laughs> he does need to be in there. He needs to get reps. Get him the ball. Get him the ball. So my number one thing, getting pushed, getting the running game going. Number two, I want to see the wide, uh, the, the wide receivers get some plays out in space. Can they win more of those battles on the outside? Now, Malik Nabors, uh last scrimmage really did some impressive things, was very, very good in the slot. If Jack Besh returns, what does he do? I want to see the entire receiving core get open. Now, if the defense shuts them down on some plays, you want to see that because obviously that means the defense is doing well, uh, doing good as well. What are they going to do with league neighbors? Get those guys out in space. I think the third thing, and I said this last night, I want to see one of the quarterbacks separate themselves. I want to be able to come on the show tomorrow and say, guys, Garrett Nussmeyer really separated himself or... Guys, Jane Daniels really separated themselves. That way we can start moving towards having the guy. What I don't really think uh, I want personally, and this is just an opinion, I don't want it to continue to be so close that you just don't have the dude. But what if you do, and what if they both of them are just really damn good? What then? It's a big day for Garrett. We saw how Jaden Daniels performed when he was the first and running mostly with the first team. What is going to happen? What is going to happen now that Garrett's back? Can Garrett make the strides to be able to get even closer to Daniels or overtake him? Number four is I want to see the co- I want to pay a little bit more attention to the coaching staff. What do I mean by that? You know, one thing that I regretted the most is I want to see this offense start getting in some plays from the headsets. I want to see how they communicate, how they get the play in, how it's called, or guys on the sidelines making the calls, calling the play in. I want to see if that routinely. Is here. You know, one thing that we didn't see, and we didn't see a lot of penalties in the scrimmage either. Now, I do wonder if Brian Kelly told the referees that were there last Wednesday not to throw flags. Uh, but you know, you got to start. You you got to start. Um, you know, letting referees and umpires start making those calls so you can correct it, and you don't have your wiener in your hand. Uh, week one, game one. So I think that those are my four things. So if you have some things that you want to see, put them inside the chat. What are some things in this scrimmage that you guys want to see? Is there something that you're yearning for? Is there something that you're just like, man, I really want to see this guy explode. Pause. Let me know. All right, let's get to a couple of these comments. Uh, Urban Sombrero on YouTube says, I heard tomorrow is not actually going to be a scrimmage. I heard they're changing it to a practice that the media can observe. Uh, they did not tell us that. They they might. They might. Um, but the way that I understood it was is in the, in the... I don't know if I could say that, but they... Told us that it's going to be a scrimmage. So if it is, it is. If it's not, it's not. But nevertheless, they're doing scrimmage-like stuff and team. Chris English says Trey. When Holl- Brian Kelly said that they were doing a scrimmage, Chris English says Trey Holly's career numbers through his junior season. Yet people want to act like he's not good. Let me see these stats: nine hundred and twenty-three carries, seven thousand eight hundred and twenty-nine yards, one hundred and eight TDs. Jesus Christ! Zach, do the math for me on your handy-dandy dandy calculator. What is 108 touchdowns divided by three seasons? 46 receptions, 764 yards, and eight touchdowns. I would love to know what that exact number is on that 108. What is that exact number? Golly, man, that's a lot of touchdowns in three seasons. It's a lot of touchdowns in three seasons, man. 36. This man's averaging 36 touchdowns a season. And y'all saying he's poo. Uh, Jason Floyd says he wants to see an 80-yard punt. <laughs> uh, Roderick Dugas says, is Kobe Richardson that real with the ones? He has been, Roderick. And, you know, look, I don't know um, – I I I don't know if. And how do I want to say this? I don't know if he, we talk about him enough. I think that we do. Man, I thought he did really well against Keshawn Booty last week, and I continue to hear and people that are out there say that he's doing it again. Man, this guy Kobe, you know, and look. We said this in Twitter spaces. We've said this on the show thousands and thousands of times, and it bears repeating. We might not know what we have a- in the secondary, but I will tell you this. Those dudes' average age might be 22, 23 years old. Guys, in college, that is unheard of. Think about it like this. Jerry Bernard Converse, 23. Colby Richardson, 24. Greg Brooks, 22, 23. You get what I'm going with here? Jay Ward, 22. The youngest starter, the youngest starter in that defense right now in the secondary is Major Burns, and he's 21. <laughs> Guys, that's a really old secondary. I say old, old in college terms. These dudes should be in the league. Colby Richardson's been that dude, man. He's been that dude. All right, I just got three texts into the show. Blake, pause. Don't say wiener in your hand. Not wiener in my hand. Wiener in your hand. Looks so big and small hands. That's what she said. Uh, Rico Delgado says, Bouti was our leaning Heisman candidate until McNeese State locked him down. I, I don't even remember his stats in that game. Didn't he lead the nation in touchdown receptions and when he got hurt, he still led the, uh, the nation in touchdown receptions through three weeks? Rico, I'm really interested to find out who Rico's, what Rico's real identity is. Bet you, never mind, I ain't going to say it. Zach Ross says, yes, BJ. Uh-oh, pause. He, he can be so good if he just gets it right. I, I, I mean, look, I thought he was good last week. I thought he was good at better at stopping the run. I thought he was good at stopping the run. Zay Witt says, Shelton Sampson magically lost his five, his fifth star rating. With two four seven as well, they stay hating Yeah, If you miss a rants, that's what we talked about earlier. That's what we talked about earlier. Zach Ross says, BJ could be the defensive player of the year. If he gets it all together, I just want a, oh my God. some of you guys man some of you guys simper says my fastest days are about 15 years behind me but i'll still dust rico's ass hell i'll bring my daughter along and she'll smoke him too just to rub the salt in the wound yeah um Gerard Hillary says, if 247 could go back in time, they would drop Patrick Peterson to a three-star. <laughs> Probably. Probably. It kind of now, Says, I'll be curious to see if they run Perkins with the ones. Well, especially if they put him in some kind of packages. You know, like if they, if they put him... Uh, rushing the edge, or they put him in for a couple plays. I, I would like to see that too. What he can do, I, I, I you know, I didn't mention this. I, I did a little, but I'm interested to see what what happens with Jack Besh. Honestly, um, I want to see now that he's back if, if if he's ready to go. Um, how do they utilize him? It's one thing, and a key piece. Uh, That we haven't seen great news, too, by the way, Chris Hilton's back. Uh Oh, you got your speed demon back. Y'all keep your eyes out on old Chris Hilton now. Rico says, Simper, stop talking about dusting. You know how you boil. Well, I heard Rico that you dust your crawfish. And you live with your mom. Zay says, Blake, these Paulsworthy worthy comments are getting too consistent. <laughs> man, I, I, I'm married. I don't care anymore. I, 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 I don't care anymore. Uh, Rick says, hey, Blake, I'll pay to watch the race and raise the money to charity. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. We got hashtags in here, you know, Simper's daughter. Guys, I'm not going to make things political. I'm not going to th- make things political in here. Please don't put political comments in here. Y'all start the chat up and all this kind of stupid shit starts happening. Uh, Jimmy James says, discipline is something we haven't had in a while. Jimmy, I agree with that statement. And it's something that I, ki- that's kind of why I want um, these umpires, referees, et cetera, et cetera, to be out there. And since they're already out there, if they see a holding, throw the flag. Because I would rather then make the mistakes now and get them fixed now than waiting until week one. Guys, these are just opinions. I'm sure Brian Kelly knows what the hell he's doing. Like, I'm not not telling Brian Kelly something that he doesn't already know. It's just something that I personally want to see. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Eric Wright says, Frank Wilson did. That's why he brought him. Yeah, if you're talking about Colby Richardson, I mean, did, did Frank Wilson bring his best player with him from McNeese? Because if you're running with the ones and you were at the FCS level and now you are running with the ones, you must have been pretty darn good. Guys, he's a starting corner right now at LSU. <laughs> Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Roderick says, how is John Amory looking, Blake? I said this, I think, yesterday. Was it yesterday, Zach? I don't remember. I do think, I do think that they have been the most underwhelming position group. That's, that's my opinion. I, I want to see them get a little bit better. How can Pooh Bear comment in the show, but not show up to work? Zach, no longer making fun of you. I'm only making fun of Pooh Bear from now on. Only making fun of Pooh Bear. I I can't take it anymore. Oh, you know. You know. I want to say something so bad, but nobody would understand it. But it's so funny. Pooh would understand it. Jeff says hashtag asks Blake, "Who's your starting front seven if the season started today?" Yeah, that's pretty. That's a good one. Uh, BJ Ojolari, Mason Smith, Jaquelin Roy, Ali Gay. Um, is it would that be seven? No. I guess I'll just put in. I'll put in Baskerville, but even though they're not running a four-three technically, uh, Micah Baskerville, Mike Jones Jr., who, who? and Greg Penn III. That's your starting front seven. At least, at least. um, God, who, who who had that comment up there? Uh, John, John, at least that's what it's been all throughout the fall. They haven't made a lot of adjustments when it comes to everything up front. Zach said, he's going to hold me to it. There you go. KJ says, man, Texas A&M is now 48th in recruiting. What happened to all that oil money? NIL deals. Jimbo Jimbo. Sounds like to me, Texas A&M is behind an NIL. Sounds like to me, A&M's behind in NIL money. Give things time, man. Everything, you know, the, uh, the, what's the old saying? The cream always rises. Pause. <laughs> but that is the saying, the cream always rises. The hot air always rises. Rumors happen, man. And let me tell you something about rumors. Rumors can be put to truth when actions start being applied to them. Do you agree with that? Rumors can be true if the actions behind them start coming out. Meaning, if you hear the rumors over and over again that a and is having troubles or, or not having troubles, but aren't paying players the NIL money that they agreed upon. And then you see kids decommitting and nobody going to Texas eight and four. Then what? But I'm old enough to remember. I'm old enough to remember that a lot of people in here said to me that LSU was behind. Guys, do you think Nick Saban paid players to come here? In Raising Kane's gift cards? Do you think he told him he was going to give him an unlimited supply of walk-ons? Do you think Les Miles and Ed Orgeron were saints? Clearly, they weren't. And honestly, man, Ed didn't really do anything wrong other than getting his cheeks clapped on the field. He likes blind women. Good on him. Good on him. Good on him. Didn't really do anything too terribly bad. He just, you know. You know. Stephen Fry, our good buddy from Fry Construction, says the cream always floats to the top. There you go. Pause. Zach Ross says Harold Perkins dodged a bullet decommitting from Texas A&M. He read that NIL BS and said no. More than likely. And he signed a deal today or yesterday. I don't remember. I don't remember. Rico, we got a lot of people in here telling me to stop entertaining you. So I guess we will. Lars says, are LSU fans underestimating FSU? Lars, I do think that that's a very good question and and, and comment. I do personally believe that majority of LSU fans are. Go pop in film from Florida State last season. Take Jermaine Johnson, their first-round pick, out of it. That D-line, three defensive linemen are returning. Guys, they got some really athletic dudes on both sides of the ball. I get that they've been getting clapped by Clemson and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Guys, they got athletes. They got dudes that can play. They got dudes that can play. The hell are you talking about? Hell, are you talking about? They got some dudes out there, man. Uh, Travis said I heard Jacoby Matthews left Texas A and I have not heard that. Maybe he did, but I haven't heard it. Would be very interesting if he did. Uh, Jordan Dudley says Blake, the defense going to be a three-three-five or three-four. I honestly, Jordan, think that, the, and this is what they've shown in scrimmages and in practice, they're really just multiple. I really don't know that they have a set defense because I have yet to see them legitimately in a live scrimmage popping, uh, you know, when pads are popping. I haven't really seen them run a, a lot of traditional nose fronts. You know what I mean? Like, I hadn't really seen a lot of that. Um, I don't I, – I man, I just really think they're going to be multiple. I think Matt House has a defense that he's installed – You know, the other day, what was interesting, they had Mason Smith, Jaqueline Roy, both at the three technique, and this was a passing down situation. And then they had Ali Gay and B.J. Ojalary standing up on the outside. Now, I said this. I said this. We put the pictures in here about that's what they did in Kansas City. Which you'll see. All right, a couple more, then we're getting out of here. Adrian Perkins says ESPN Outside the Lines. Uh, is AD laying in his bed in this photo? It's like his head on the headrest. What's she doing up there, AD? says ESPN Outside the Lines just did a, a story on NIL, and they were at LSU Ford, LSU, but LSU is behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a good point. Hunter Fournette says, hashtag sissy blue shirt. I don't think that that was really, I mean, yeah, it was bad, but he didn't do anything like Les did. He didn't do anything like Les. All right. See all of you beautiful human beings tomorrow. Zach, it's going to be a big day. You're going to have to skip church. The Lord will Forgive you, Zach. We got a lot we got to do tomorrow. Can you be here for me, Zach? Who needs you more, me or Jesus? So what you're trying to save people and tell them about the Lord. I need you. Pause. (laughs) See, Edward O, hashtag Zach attack. Hunter Fournette, God's an LSU fan. See? See? I need you, brother. All right, guys. We'll see y'all soon. Big show tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy